Hello, welcome to the African Women's Podcast, where I, your host, Naima, discuss, discuss women's rights issues in Africa. To prepare you for the podcast, I'm going to be talking about a lot of triggering topics. So trigger warning, in this podcast will include gender-based violence, rape, and abuse, and talks about death will be mentioned in this podcast. However, in this podcast, I will be specifically focusing on gender-based violence in South Africa and using African countries to support my research, but my main focus will be South Africa. Okay, let's start out in Africa. That's okay, let's start out. Gender-based violence is a widespread issue that affects people of all ages, socioeconomic origins, and professions. Gender-based violence includes a wide spectrum of negative actions and customs, such as economic and social discrimination, as well as the physical, sexual, and and psychological abuse. It can appear in a variety of ways, including, including abusive traditional practices, rape, sexual assault, female genital mutilation, forced marriages, and domestic abuse. According to the World, World Health Organization, de- gender-based violence is one of the most widespread violations of human rights globally, with particularly severe consequences in Africa. In this region, gender-based violence is deeply rooted in cultural norms and socioeconomic inequalities and weak institutions. It is fueled by poverty, conflict, and displacement, as well as by the lack of education, healthcare, and social support. In many African countries, gender-based violence is still viewed as a private matter, a normal part of life, a cultural tradition. It is often tolerated, justified, or even condoned by society, and is rarely punished or prevented by authorities. As a result, gender-based violence is widespread and widely underreported, and victims and survivors face stigma, discrimination, re-victimization. They are often afraid to seek help, support, or justice. They often lack access to these services, such as counseling, medical care, legal aid, and shelters. Gender-based violence has serious and lasting consequences for the health, well-being, and human rights of victims and survivors. It can cause physical injuries, infections, disability, and fatalities. It could also lead to psychological trauma, depression, anxiety, and suicide. It can disrupt education, work, and income. It can jeopardize social relationships, family ties, and community bonds. It could also expose victims of survi- and survivors to HIV, AIDS, STIs, and unwanted pregnancies. Gender-based violence is a reflection of important structural nor- problems in society, to- which typically call for a collaborative framework to solve the problem rather than just one technique or kind of intervention. Additionally, understanding the local violence circumstances is necessary. Policy making should be influenced when, make, when in between women's organization, it organizations and decision makers. Women in Africa continue to face human rights breaches despite their parliamentary approval by African governments of various human rights instruments defending the rights of African women and the firm commitment of African states to end all discrimination and harmful practices against women. Even the political figures that are women that have been appointed these roles and finally had a seat at the table 
a majority of them had a vision of women finally being accepted into society and being seen as human beings rather than objects. However, this wasn't the case due to women's lower power accorded by history and customs or as, as a result of covert or over-discrimination, the majority of African women are denied the equal enjoyment of their human rights. In some countries, such as Af- South Africa, gender-based violence is particularly a serious issue. In, in South Africa, one in three women have, expe- have experienced some form of gender-based violence in their lifetime. And the country has one of the highest rates of violence against women in the world. In other countries, such as Nigeria and Ethiopia, gender-based violence is a widespread problem. In Nigeria, women and girls are often subject to physical and sexual violence, as well as other forms of abuse, such as forced marriage and female genital mutilation. In Ethiopia, women and girls are also vulnerable to violence with high rates of sexual and physical violence as well as child marriage. Overall, gender-based violence is a pervasive problem in many African countries. It is important for governments and communities to take action to address this issue and protect the rights of women and girls. This can include implementing laws and policies to, to... prevent and punish gender-based violence, as well as providing support and services for survivors of violence. By addressing this issue, we can create a more equitable and just society for all. To give a little bit of background, in South Africa, February 2013, there has been news circulating about a highly violent rape that that left the victim injured and dead. Communities were torn apart by the death of Anine Boysen in South Africa, which had led to some gender experts to rethink how we conceptualize and how we think and how we talk about the topic of gender-based violence. There is no gender-based violence-free societies, and South Africa is no different. It is clear that South Africa has exceptionally high rates of gender-based violence and violence against children, women, and men doesn't discriminate despite the fact that these numbers are difficult to get due to a variety of reasons. One of the reasons including that most major, a majority of gender-based violence occurrences are not recorded. Intimate partner violence and the most prevalent type of violence against women and non-partner sexual violence are both, are both prevalent according to population-based surveys. The types of violence that have been most explicitly detailed in South Africa are rape and physical assault. Using a random sample of, of 1,300 women from three provinces, a large community-based study on violence against women estimated between 19 to 28% of women have experienced physical abuse from a current or former spouse. To address gender-based violence in South Africa, it is essential to take a comprehensive and coordinated approach involving multiple governments, civil society, media, and international organizations to work together to promote gender equality and human rights. They also must provide support services and protection of victims and survivors. They must hold perpetrators accountable. 
they must also raise awareness, mobilize communities and engagement and and boys and as allies and partners in fight in the fight against gender based violence. So the South African government has made efforts to challenge gender based violence in in South Africa by offering suggestions such as challenging nor- the normalization of violence against women and children, challenge- challenging gender stereotypes and roles, challenge- and challenging the condoning of violence against women and children, challenging sexist jokes and remarks about women. In conclusion, gender-based violence is a pervasive and serious problem in Africa affecting men and women and children and and undermining their human rights, health and development, you know, and to address gender-based violence in Africa, it is essential to take a comprehensive and coordinated approach. Just to repeat myself, including governments, civil societies, medias, international organizations, we must all work together to promote gender equality, human rights, and to provide services and support to victims and survivors of gender-based violence. Again, thank you for listening to the African Women's Podcast. And this is your host, Naima. I will be logging out. Thank you.